Hello and welcome to the first episode of Innovation Station, the show where we take products, well-known or not so well-known, and make adjustments, small or large, to improve them in our eyes. I'm your host, Ray Shaw, and today on the podcast, we have three products lined up for you. First, the Zero Chroma Teatro case for iPod Touch 4th generation. Second, the Big Big Cursor Stylus. And third, the PDAIR Aluminum Metal case for iPod Touch 4th generation. The products covered on the show won't always be products that need huge adjustments. Sometimes there will just be a small improvement that I think could be made to the product to make it incredible, whereas at other times, there may be massive improvements that I think the product needs to really be able to bring it to market, storming in, and make it a good sale. Today, I just wanted to bring the podcast in on a positive note with the Zero Chroma Teatro case for iPod Touch 4th generation. Now, if you've been keeping up with the articles on the site TRG, then you would know that I gave this a stellar review, and I actually only have one thing that I would like to see improved on this case. The idea behind the case is essentially for you to have a stand wherever you go, so this way you don't need to bring along stands. The Zero Chroma Teatro case aims to solve that problem, and it does so by bringing a stand along, essentially, because it is built in to the back of the case. Now, the only improvement that I would add to the case is to add a rubber ring around the outside so that it doesn't slide around on the desk. And this isn't really that big of a problem. However, I did notice that when I was charging it and then the cable would have a little bit of tension, it would want to push the case away to relieve the tension on the cable, and it would be able to do so because there was no grip on the outside ring. However, if this ring was added, it would give it much more grip, and that is just one extra step that could be taken to make it just that much more amazing, because I will be totally honest, this case is incredible. I gave it a 9 out of 10 in the review. That still stands. I've been using it for more than a month, and it's incredible. You should buy it. Go out and buy it. And they have products for other devices as well. But this is definitely, in my opinion, a must-buy for you. If you have an iPod Touch 4th generation, it's incredible. Another improvement, I I said there was only one, but... I just thought of this now, is for them to perhaps include a screen shield, because it doesn't come with a screen shield, and yes, I get the fact, the reason I didn't mention this in my article was because it, it the entire point is that it's a stand, so you don't have to lay it on the table, however, I think that lay on the table design is always something that's nice, you don't always want to have to bring out the stand, which really isn't that difficult anyway, but it would just be perhaps a nice little addition for them to add a screen shield, however, the reason that I really don't think that that's that much of an issue is because the entire point is so you can stand it up and you don't have to lie it down on the table. But incredible case, I would definitely recommend you check it out and you can find it at zerochroma.com. The second product on today's show is the Big Big Cursor Stylus. This is another product that I've published the review for on this site and this is basically a stylus for your touchscreen device with a little bit of a twist on it and the twist isn't necessarily in the design aspect of how it actually works but more in the aesthetic area because just how it looks. It's designed to look like the cursor comes in arrow and hand form and it's designed to look like the cursor from your computer screen it's more of a novelty thing it's fun it's inexpensive and it works as a stylus if you would like to keep your screen clean some other highlights are that it's magnetic on the back so it is compatible with the apple ipad 2 smart cover you can stick it on your fridge if you would want to use it on your fridge for some reason However, one of the downsides was the actual amount of pressure that you need to put on it to get it to work. Now, the base is a foam base, the part that actually serves as the stylus, and then on the top you have a little bit of plastic that gives it the look of actually the cursor, and that basically adds the aesthetic appeal, otherwise it would just be a piece of foam shaped like a finger, but you wouldn't really be able to tell that it was trying to emulate the cursor on a computer screen. But the downside of it being made of foam is that you actually do have to apply quite a bit of pressure compared to a 
well, of course your finger, but just a traditional stylus with the rubber tipped or the plastic tip, you do have to apply quite a bit of pressure compared to those. So just one improvement that I would make to this, and this is the only improvement, is I would, instead of having the foam base with the white plastic on top, I would change it to a rubber base with the white plastic on top, and doing so, you could still keep the magnetic capabilities, you could still keep the cost, in my opinion, relatively low, and you could still keep the overall look of it. However, rubber would be way more grippy. Way more. Just a solid rubber base. It's not flimsy rubber. Just a solid rubber base. Way more grippy. It really creates friction between the stylus and the screen and really allows it to be more effective as a stylus while also bringing that aesthetic appearance in. And so this would hopefully, in my opinion at least, make it so that the stylus still looks like the novelty item that it is and it still emulates the cursor of a computer but at the same time it's much more effective in being able to press and it also has an advantage over other styluses in the market because it's not using flimsy rubber tips it's using a full base rubber which would have a lot of friction potential and would basically be the most effective stylus that i had ever seen so that is the one improvement i have to make to the big big cursor stylus and you can find that at bigbigcursor.com and the final product, and this is the whopper of today's show, we have the P-Dare aluminum metal case for iPod Touch 4th generation. I did a video review on this. I did publish an article to TRG on this. And this was a whopper because the case, in my opinion, it was just, it was different from anything I'd ever seen before. But I tried to maintain a positive attitude in my review towards the case while also pointing out its shortcomings, and so hopefully I'll keep the same thing. It retails for, I believe, $29.95 from pdare.com. However, if you do have $29.95 to spend on a case, I would recommend that you spend it elsewhere. And I'll get into that in just a second. And by just a second, I mean right now. So, it is a metal case, and it works with a latch system. So it's basically a two-part case that's joined by a hinge, and then it latches shut. And you can hear it right now. Latches shut like so. However, there were numerous downfalls. I would recommend you look up photos so you know what I'm talking about because this is just an audio podcast. So, on the front of the case, you do have this latch system and it is a two-part case. However, the thing with the hinge is that when I would hold it, the hinge would jut into my fingers when holding it in my left hand. And if holding it in my right hand, the hinge would run into my thumb and the bottom right corner of my palm. And then the little latch juts out, obviously, so you can unhook it in order to take the case off. However, when holding it in my left hand, it would hit the bottom left corner of my palm, and in my right hand, it would bother my finger. So what I would do is I would take away this hinge system and I would take away this latch, and instead I would create it sort of that buckles came over across all four corners. They came over and they were a little bit elevated, and I'll get into that in just a second. And then that way, it is a real two-part case, and you can take both parts, both parts of the case apart but then you can snap them back into place in the four different corners. And then that way you don't have this hinge system that's really bothering you. On the back of the case, you have four little nubs sticking up to keep it from rocking back and forth. And this is because there's a lanyard, but there's also a belt clip attachment and the belt clip attachment is elevated. So if I were to keep the lanyard hole and the belt clap attachment, then I would make it so that the corners came over and were a little bit elevated so they could replace these nubs and then the nubs are no longer needed. Also, in the back of the case, there's three horizontal lines, 
I'm not entirely sure what they do. I would take away these three holes on the back because, in my opinion, they're not really doing anything. They're just randomly there. I don't know what they're for. No one else knew what they were for. No one else pointed it out to me, at least. So I, I just don't understand why they're there. The lanyard didn't work because the iPod popped out of the case due to the fact that the hinge system wasn't holding it in tight enough. So I'd make sure that the four-corner system that I had going would keep it securely locked in. So then that way, the lanyard is actually effective. On the side, I would move the case, the back of the case, closer to your iPod, because I found that when pressing the sleep-wake button, or the volume up and down buttons, it was reaching into a recession, basically. So I would, I would lower it, so as to reduce the effect of it being a recessed cutout. And the camera cutouts, they were both fine. The home button, that was fine. Although I might just get rid of the sloping sides on either side of the home button and just replace them with flat planes going across the bottom. So then that way, my fingers don't run into the sloping sides when I'm trying to reach the home button. I can just reach right for the home button. I apologize if that's not very clear. I was not reading from a script here, so, if, you know, if something that I said didn't really make sense, that's why. But anyway, I really appreciate you guys turning into Innovation Station. Don't forget to check out the show's Twitter account, at Innovate Station, and that is Twitter's username character limit, <laughs> leading to that name. But just a quick recap, the three products from today's show, we have the Zero Chroma Teatro case for iPod Touch 4th generation, the Big Big Cursor Stylus, and the PDAIR Aluminum Metal case for iPod Touch 4th generation. And the big whopper there was PDAIR Aluminum Metal case, so that one I had a lot of improvements I wanted to make, whereas the Zero Chroma and the Big Big Cursor Stylus, virtually none. You can find all of these websites at zerochroma.com, bigbigcursor.com, and PDAIR, that's P. D-A-I-R, Peter.com. All those websites, feel free to go check out these products if you are interested. I really appreciate you tuning into this first episode of Innovation Station, and stay tuned for more. This is Ray Shaw signing off, and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening.